0: Ladies and gentlemen, we still don't have our co-host Katie back yet. Yeah. So, uh, no intro today, except to tell you that there's no intro today. That is true.
1: Randy. Brady. I, the the show. show.
0: Astronomers. Really? Astronomers are fucking at it again. With what? So... Let me. Uh, we'll take it back a little bit, okay? Sure. So, uh, I'm not gonna fucking sit here and try to tell you the timeline or the years, but we'll go back to you know, it. It was pretty recent events, and you should all remember this. So, um, they like to fuck with Pluto. Oh yeah, it was a complete fucking hit piece, political hit piece on Pluto. Complete defamation of character for this planet. Right? It's now a fucking planetoid object, right? Sure. How embarrassing. Complete lack of dignity now for our fucking brethren in the solar system, right? Whoa. It is now a second-class citizen in our solar system, right? Okay? (laughs) Do you know why? No idea. Actually, I do. Why is that?
1: Okay, so there are three criteria for something to be considered a planet. Yeah. Which was size, I think it was size, orbit, and then this last criteria, which is fucking weird, is they call it the the ability to clear the neighborhood. Oh. Which is, when it moves, shit gets out of its way.
0: Oh. And it doesn't! Well, they should add a subcategory to that, like, if it does knock into some kind of an object, will it shatter or shatter the object? And that's the thing. Because like Earth might stand a pretty good chance if it knocks into a smaller piece of rock, right?
1: Yeah, it doesn't. uh, (laughs) Or it's, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it was the fact that it doesn't have enough gravitational pull to draw stuff to
0: it when it gets close enough. And I see the, yeah. It's the same reason why like the moon isn't a planet. That's true. Um, No, I only brought that up to to, uh, talk about. So um, I do like astronomers. I just wanted to make a joke. Just (laughs) poor Pluto, right? Um, but no, so like one day they got really fucking bored, right? After they were, after they completely destroyed Pluto's dignity. The timeline on this is not right, so don't at me. Sure. But they got they got really fucking bored, right? Absolutely. And they they were gotten tired of looking at Jupiter's asshole. Sure. Because they, they stared at that motherfucker for a long time. So, so what they did, they point Hubble towards a literal em- what seemed like an empty spot in the fucking. In the universe, right? Okay, so... Like, hey, that looks pretty black right there. We're just point Hubble right there.
1: They're gonna look around. And we'll
0: fucking take a... I think it was like a... I don't remember how... They, they had the exposure for like a long ass time. Right. Sure. So then like weeks later, they got the data back from Hubble. Absolutely. And it turns out almost every square inch of the picture was like another galaxy. <laughs> right fucking it's called the uh, hubble starfield photo it's very famous and very beautiful and i love it sure and they've uh they've upscaled it to like a bajillion pixels now it's really cool so it looks really good You can now. zoom in and get really cool pictures Makes a of good it. background it makes a great background you can get a really cool posters made and zoom in on each individual galaxy in high definition it's really cool right sure man um shit's about to get even better because the james webb telescope i don't know if you guys know this was launched a few weeks ago? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Guys, my brain doesn't fucking work with dates and timelines, so don't fucking at me, okay? But you know it's been recently that the uh, the James Webb telescope got launched. Sure. And um, it was a really actually intense moment for NASA and, and the scientists who were involved. Because they've f- been working on that fucking thing for a decade or more, right? right? It, it's like the replacement for the Hubble. Yeah, and they had already had a lot of speed bumps and financial problems. And, like, they had to change the design a lot because to make it actually work as the payload of the rocket. A bunch of weird stuff. They missed their window one time on launch, and then they had to redesign something again. It's a bunch mm-hmm. of weird shit, right? So well, a real finally high definition camera. Yeah, and they finally worked out the bugs. They launched it in space, and it was even more tense now that it's up there because they're like, "Well, we don't even fucking know if it's gonna work right, right?" Right. So sure. a lot of very balanced and delicate pieces that have to actually move and f- unfold. Well, apparently, it got unfolded, and now that they're f- the uh, the uh, milestone that they've hit is actually kind of big. Well, they finally aimed it at the guide star. Sure. In order to calibrate everything, okay. So I can't fuck away them. We're about six months away potentially from way better pictures than even the star field was. Neat. And way farther away. They they might potentially see that past so, the edge of the, the the visible universe after. So the camera's so good it can see what your fucking point is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it takes that amount of effort over <laughs> the span of decades and billions of dollars to figure out what the fuck I'm talking about. It's wonderful. Excellent. Um how is this funded again? <laughs> this is NASA. So your tax dollars at work, right? Excellent. Full. Yeah. Uh,
1: for those of us in the US. Everybody else, you don't have to contribute to NASA.
0: I'm sure that Actually, some of I you wondered, funded it through some weird I'm
1: wondering if there's like a NASA GoFundMe page.
0: Oh, that would be great.
1: Okay. Actually that was something I thought about this week with because, you know, in the in the US, uh, towards the end of February is around when most people file their taxes just cuz you have to wait till the end of January for your fucking employer to get around to, you know, shift and that's not ready even
0: though life. I mean literally it can be done with an email instantly. Yeah, God like, damn a spreadsheet. Like they know it's coming. It's not that fucking hard. But they take, you know, a month. They have a month to get it to
1: you. So most people file in February which is considered early filing yeah and if you file early typically you get your return which in the u.s is the money you overpaid the government and them giving it back which that's a whole discussion which is but why i, I brought go it down. up at the beginning <laughs> yeah uh but something i wanted to bring up was that uh i was sitting there with my wife we figured out how much we actually overpaid nice because like versus our like actual deductions which is stuff that we paid for that we don't we basically get money that back you shouldn't have been taxed for and they're going to give it back yeah like yeah. like my insurance and that kind of thing yeah. and we figured that we paid about 250 bucks a month and then i said well what if we just had that money in our checking account you know during that time
0: yeah. there is <laughs> a the way to pay taxes in that way too. and then
1: i calculated the interest yeah. and over the course of the year we would have made an extra two dollars and 99
0: cents oh yeah like it, it's it's so not a lot, but it's, like... Yeah, but it's three bucks. Like, yeah. I'm not going to sweat that three bucks. But that's only if that money was in your bank account. Like, if you had actually exactly. funneled that m- same amount of money into something a little bit more high interest, like a CD. Absolutely. Like, like, if like that money you're going to get 6%. Like yeah, It still doesn't account for inflation over you, that you time. You definitely but, could, like, yeah. have a
1: one-year CD. Yeah. That would probably pay for your taxes and make you some money on yeah. top of that. And,
0: and all it'll really do is alleviate which, some of the inflation. Which is what the U.S. government does with the money. That's what I mean. They should pay a... Since literally we're loaning them the money, that's why they take all year to give it back. Instead of doing it every quarter, um, they take the, all year, they're holding on to your money like a bank does, yeah. and they invest it, or spend it, yeah. rather, and then they have to come up with the money to give it back to, you. oh shit, oh, what do we do, oh fuck, and then no that's they have happens. that money they just function off of the interest yeah. and
1: that is where black budgets yeah. come from
0: exactly no that well that's one of the many sources. <laughs> that's one of the many sources the rest of it is cia drug money that's some of it no that's just how the cia funds themselves they don't well, share that actually they i don't think... give that to anybody well, else dude they and they then there's then there's
1: there. all the other you know three-letter agencies <laughs> that are you know just yeah, seizing FBI, shit.
0: yeah they, it's weird um, um but cause... yeah they they do use your money for reasons that you have no access to either so it's like hmm that's very It's really true. fun. Uh, technically, though, there is a. It is set up to where there is forms you can file to pay your taxes exact to the penny mm-hmm. each quarter. Um, a lot of businesses do this just to make it more simple. They mm-hmm. have accountants that'll just actually take care of that, and then you don't have to worry about end of the year rush to get all the paperwork and receipts and fucking cook the books and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, but you can do it too. You can itemize and then pay um, each month an exact amount deduct your own tax and then just send a, te- a check to the IRS. But the probability of you getting one little error wrong and then owing them like 2% back at the end of the year and still having to pay extra is kind of high yeah. when you do it that way. Because your math and their math are always going to be different. Because they can change the yeah. laws in the middle of, you know... They can change the laws in the middle of the and year. And then not tell you about it. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just some weird shit. And then, so like, nobody oh, we, wants sent, to- we sent you an email yeah. that we haven't sent yet nobody likes to do it that way at least if you have just a very simple tax paying situation like a 1040 easy would take care of yeah but it doesn't excuse the fact that it's based on a very generalized um percentage principle where you just pay as percentage and then at the end of the year you go okay i wasn't supposed to pay this much right and then i paid too much here because i made this much this month instead of that much because it fluctuates Mm-hmm. and so it, but either way it's, it's, there's a reason they're, they're very clever when they name their forms the 1040EZ I'm sure the EZ stands for some words that nobody well, cares about the 1040EZ is,
1: is filling it out yeah it's a simplified version where it's just like uh, I put a one here to claim one like
0: yeah it's, it's just a way to say this is my very simple tax paying situation and here's how much you owe me yeah and, and it the, doesn't even need to, it does, it's not even necessary. They literally have all of that information from your employer. But I get a whole But they want bunch you to other... incriminate yourself by saying, oh, I made extra money that, that wasn't involved in my employer.
1: Yeah, and, and I didn't pay you. None guys your, for that's it. none of your fucking business. I went yeah, to Vegas. Exactly. I totally well, didn't win any money in Vegas. I, I found it. Regardless of a, what you may have heard. I found it in a boating accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was cash. You can't
0: prove that I actually had yeah. it. Yeah. So it, the fucking uh, government's weird, man. Let's yeah. Just put it that way. Um, black budgets, though, those are fun. Oh yeah, I love yeah. black budgets. They,
1: you get to do all kinds of crazy shit. Like that's where you, they, that's where the the U.S. military like shuttle is. Yeah. Now the one that goes to space and shoots down Russian satellites.
0: I think that every single cent. Or even, a, like, sometimes even, like, a fraction of a cent that the government handles one way or the other. Any any organization of the government, right? Mm-hmm. It should go on the blockchain so it's public. It doesn't have... They don't have to tell us what the money was, but we should be able to see the transaction We should be able
1: to access all the money that is yeah. spent. Absolutely, but and at the same time, I'd, I understand why some of it isn't. I
0: understand why some of it's kept secret, like, the money that funds Area 51, for example, like no, come on, stating stating that there, this is what funds Area 51 is like. Okay,
1: well, how do they spend it? Yeah, and then they're like, uh, this was for this is for yeah. electricity. Yeah,
0: this is it's our like
1: ninety nine percent of the money goes to electricity.
0: Yeah. Like, why do they need so much power? <laughs> why was What's that down the, there? What's why was that porta potty rental fourteen million a month? Yeah, it's like why did this? T- why is oh they're just um government
1: special ones <laughs> I do what was the line the secret ones there was a line in so it was an in Independence Day yeah the 1996 classic air quotes classic Independence I Day love that movie uh, it's like how did you afford all this what do you think they spent $300 on a hammer
0: yeah $400 on a, on a toilet, toilet seat, seat? <laughs> come on no no It's called money laundering, folks. Yeah, the budget, it's listed
1: in the budget that the hammer did cost $300 and that it was a $400. (laughs) That's the thing, is like,
0: as secret as they want to be, they are still required to be transparent about transactions. So they have to, they have to tell you the amount from somewhere. Yeah. So I guarantee they bought a hammer. Yeah. But they're not going to be honest about how much they paid. Now,
1: there was a... (laughs) So there's a bit in West Wing that I thought was interesting um, in one of the episodes, because they have a guy who came off of a submarine and he has this ashtray. Yeah. And he's having this and he's like, you know, he's a naval commander. He's now working at, you know, for the Joint Chiefs Office, you know, in the White House and everything. And one of the secretaries is talking to him and. Says something to the effect of "Is like, I don't really approve of the fact that you have to spend one hundred and twenty-five dollars on an ashtray." <laughs> and he looks at her, and he looks at his ashtray, and he like pulls out a hammer out of fucking nowhere, like hammer space, breaks the ashtray, and it breaks into three pieces. Oh. And he says, "Basically, we spent approximately like eight million dollars developing an ashtray that breaks into three pieces. It's it, it's one hundred twenty-five dollars because." When you get hit by a torpedo, you don't want to worry about flying glass. That's true. And he's like, so that was a $125 ashtray you just broke. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> like, to prove a point, he breaks this yeah. ashtray. Well, they probably had a
0: box of them sitting around. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's a, pro- it's a prop for one well, thing. Yeah, yeah. But, and it, but it was probably a real ashtray developed for the same I'm, purpose. I'm sure but... there's some weird... Yeah, that's the other thing is, like, research and development. Before I get into that, though, because that's a fun one. Oh, of fun. Before I get into that... Kind of I brought up the blockchain for, like, government transactions. Oh, absolutely, yeah. The only reason I support these ideas is because, like, again, you don't have to be public about what the transactions are. But I like the fact that they'll be permanent, public, and, uh, in like, non-fungible. Like, you cannot duplicate them. You can't fudge them. You can't cook the books with them. So. There, that transaction happened, and that's now on a ledger. And now, yeah. And it's easier to track, it's which easy. means it's easier to prove a crime happens. Exactly. So, I want to so, take yeah, it It's it easier to follow the money, but I'm, real quick. Uh-huh. Do you think that should work with stuff like voting?
1: Ah, that's what I was about to bring up. Yeah. I, I had that car thought on the way and I'm like, you know. I thought about this just, like two days ago. But the thing is, is that it's like, but then they can identify you. Not for necessarily, how you vo- because and, with with cryptocurrency. Because that was how I started to think about it was it's like you have yeah. your master key and then you have yeah, your yeah. vote key. Yeah. And they're two different keys. And so they can <clears> recognize <throat> that this key
0: was never used more than once.
1: And exactly. Means,
0: and that way, it, there can never be voter fraud. That's the thing. And it could still be anonymized, because with Bitcoin, you can look up anybody's cryptocurrency wallet. And see their transactions, but you don't have to you, – you'll never know who they are unless they specifically detailed themselves as related to that key. Exactly. Um, so that's what I mean. Like with voters, is like you can at least prove this vote happened. You can't duplicate it. You can't send it to fucking China in a in a Dominion machine or whatever the fuck that conspiracy was, right? Yeah. The, you can't fu- – there's it can't, no way to make it. It can't change it, it for you yeah. because it's like if it shows – it'll show that it was changed – Yeah, and if you go back and you're like, no, that wasn't how I voted. This is how I voted. No fucking mail bullshit. No fucking going in person and have to get COVID bullshit or whatever. You know what I mean? It it's change this. But the 21st century. But here's the thing. Then
1: at that point, you don't even need representatives. That's the you can vote yourself on laws, and then all those representatives do is propose laws, and then the country can vote on it. Yeah, and that eliminates lobbying. In a way, yes. Well, that's, There's a lot of ways like we can lobby That's can, one of them well, The lobbying is put forth like <laughs> Oh well we wrote this law for yeah. you to put forth And here's the money to make sure that it passes Well if the representatives aren't voting on it And the people are voting on it yeah. Well like, that's an oversimplification then, of then lobbying it becomes, Then it becomes companies yeah. trying to Just you know American Idol this shit yeah. And try to get everybody on board with you know communism or
0: fascism essentially, that essentially that's where we're at right now oh I had an interesting thought about like uh, yesterday the difference between the left and the right since you just brought that oh up. absolutely so like it's just a good way to like visualize it so like mm-hmm. the left they'll just come out and be honest about their crazy fucking policies it's true but they'll use like psychological tactics to get you to like like buy into the bullshit it's gaslighting and a lot of people gaslighting, gaslighting all sorts of weird shit like, like basically light. like advertising companies do right yeah um And that's that's how the left operates the right the far right or the the conservatives whatever you want to call them. They operate in a very different way. They do the same thing. But there's a there's a proxy in the middle of um, like advertising companies and they 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 spread their messages very secretly in media and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. They'll they do like a shadow psychological campaign on you to buy into the bullshit and they lie about it. But it's the same bullshit. Well, it's all psychological warfare yeah but it's just funny the difference is the left will be honest about it the right will pay other people to fucking manipulate you very true it's, well,
1: that, it's the only difference we did, that, we did that last week in the intro it's like do you love your country and hate the environment yeah like, exactly and what it is is like if you say if you say no it's like oh so you hate your country yeah. it's like no I just I just I love my country but I don't yeah. like the environment oh so you know so because you love the environment you hate your country like that's that's how they that's yeah. how they get you that's gaslighting
0: so, so here's a good example you know it's, so like let's it's use the up. Patriot Act okay um. That's a good example of how the right operates. They The news comes out and makes you feel guilty for not being a patriot, right? And But then you're torturing and imprisoning people unlawfully. Absolutely. And, and a mass spy campaign, right? If the left had run that campaign, what they mm-hmm. would have done is just get straight on Twitter and tell you that you're racist if you don't fucking do it. Sure. They wouldn't have paid the news to do all this weird manipulation and lie about weapons of mass destruction and shit. So... So that's just the only. It's, I, a, it's, a, it's an interesting point that I, I don't realized don't realize this week. I don't like both sides because well, neither sides do I. I'm very in the center. It, well, I try to. Be. I take. A, I do. I I will say I lean more left than right. Yeah, just I, because I lean pretty left socially. And then there's some things on the right as far as like, uh, like preserving stuff like in the constitution and stuff that I, unfortunately, some of my bigger beliefs align with how the right operates. But I don't agree with a lot of the shit that they fucking, the policies that they push It's the steps that they take to do it. Exactly. It's fucking Um, absurd that we have to pick one or the other. Oh no, I watched, so I think
1: it was Friday night because I was writing my, oh, uh, I got called up for jury duty. And oh, yeah. it got canceled.
0: It's the happiest story over here. Which is
1: all <laughs> week. I've never. There's never. Like, <laughs> may you be blessed with being called for jury duty and then knowing that it is canceled and you are exempt for two years. Yeah. The high you get from that is better than anything. Yeah. Except for
0: maybe meth. No, not meth, cocaine. <laughs> maybe cocaine. Cocaine opens the floodgates on dopamine. That's there's right. nothing, what be- about there's nothing DMT, that feels better. There's literally to Like. That's good. It's a slow drip of a, of it. A, what about Molly? Also and, like a paranoia you feel good on big, Molly? Molly was awesome. I've done Molly, you see? I okay. mean, I might maybe have <laughs> at some point done Molly in my dreams on a on a TV show or something, right? I'm an actor. That uh, does we Molly. pretended to be on Molly. I've pretended okay. to be on Molly. I've done a lot of research on people who have done I've it. I've watched better. a lot of
1: TikTok videos of people <laughs> on anyway, Molly. But anyway,
0: um it's uh it's wonderful. It's a great time. Yeah. The come down really sucks.
1: Yeah, um, But that's the thing kind of though, depressing. is that the come down off of jury duty is just, I still don't have jury duty that's for two the thing. years. Actually, like, it's, it's definitely like, better than most drugs, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm super stoked like I don't have to do this for two years till you know, the next election cycle <laughs> and the next group of commies or fascists go through the system because that's they true. decided to try to stand up for their fucking rights and the government
0: took shit away from them. It's so fucked! I know. So what Canada? A, what a mess. Canada's an interesting story right now, so there, there's a good example of pure fascism. Yeah, that's a... Uh, Man, this is what happens when you actually threaten power after they've been comfortable for so long. Yeah, they they pulled like <laughs> the Patriot Act plus kind of move. Yeah. It's like,
1: "Oh, you're protesting? Well, we're we don't like that and we're going to, well, all right. So, parts of it that I kind of okay, that are fucked. They did park their trucks in the middle of the street, and I yeah. understand like I, I pro- totally. like if you want to stand in the street,
0: that's one thing. That's one thing, but if you're blocking parking, traffic you're, and all blocking that, traffic yeah. actually does violate a law. Yeah, like, in a way, so, but it's not like a big lodge. it's not like a violent thing. It's no, not like it's, it's a mis- they not misdemean. murdering anybody, they just make people late for work because they have to take a detour, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so Oh it's, my god. Yeah, and but they, Though they shouldn't have blocked that bridge, because if I remember right, that was like that was a interna- one thoroughfare that kind of like- It was international commerce, it was fucking- That's like. what I mean. Well, I mean Which I guess makes offers. it a war crime because well, it was international, or, I don't know. But let me put it this way, the parallels of- the Phantom Menace, how the Phantom Menace operates, oh, the, the American, and yes. the trucker protests are goddamn fucking scary the, to me. This the is trade, how, <laughs> the What Trade, trade Federation of, is blockading Naboo? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's kind of. I emergency. mean, there's some parallels. It's not exact or anything, but the way that Palpatine um, ended up in power is kind of a long form version of how the trucker convoy thing actually like, happened. I have I
1: have made my I have yeah. gone from being Chancellor to Emperor.
0: By, by telling By emergency you,
1: power. By saying that, it's like, uh, you need to give that back now. No, I don't think
0: I will. Did you see the meme that someone made? It was it was a, a video meme. Sure. And it was that scene from Interstellar where he's like beaten on the bookshelf and crying at the end. Spo- oh, no, Spoiler no, just, alert, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, it's it was. has been out a, for like 10 so years. So there's this new meme format going around. It's probably pretty old, but Interstellar's kind of old. But there's a scene in the movie where he's like, he's trapped in the fucking 19th dimension or some shit. And he's trying to, like, bang on this bookshelf that it's his, it's his daughter when she's young. And it's this weird it's time like, displacement kind of weirdness. He's trying, to, on the t- movie. He's it's trying to send a message through time. Through time by, by knocking books off a bookshelf. Because somehow he's trapped behind the bookshelf in another dimension. It's the weirdest representation of higher dimensions that I've ever seen in a movie. But it was really trippy and cool. Really good movie. Yeah. Um, plays with your emotions really well. But they took that scene. where he's crying, beating on the bookshelf. But on the other side of the bookshelf, instead of his daughter, it's, it's whatever video clip you want to put right sure and it's um trudeau talking about fucking arresting the truckers and shit it's pretty good um
1: (laughs) so for those of you paying attention or plugged into the trucking community in the u.s uh there's a schedule to start on march 1st i don't know about that um i don't have a lot of faith in american protests anymore here's the thing i i start (laughs) i sat down and i'm like you know what if even like so 1% of truckers is still, I think, 13,000 trucks. It's a lot of trucks. And 13,000 trucks is still enough to kind of, you know, uh-huh. cause a disruption in anything. So yeah. they kind of need to get ahead of that. That's a big disruption. Um, additionally, <laughs> so opinion. the fucking shipping containers, right? That uh-huh. are sitting there. Uh, I guess the administration, Wons like the Biden administration said like, hey, For every day, them containers sit there that aren't moving. It's a hundred bucks a day for each
0: container. To who? Who's the company? The companies that are holding them there. The like the like the port. Yeah. And the companies who. And the companies that are keeping them on the ship
1: because they don't have to
0: move them. So like the companies that. Why aren't aren't they moving? moving them? Like, what's the problem there? Do you know?
1: Gee, it's almost like they were manufacturing a crisis. Hmm. That's a and pretty, all uh, of a sudden, pretty t- 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 All, that, there, all them, all them fucking truck, all them boats are empty now. Yeah,
0: what happened with that? They were being charged money. Yeah, that's what happens. You could have done this three fucking months ago. They could have done that a year ago. Would have been a really year ago nice. when all this shit happened.
1: Yeah. Nah, they're fucking up. Like they're trying. There's to... a lot of fuckery going so on. So there lately. was. So the deep cut. I think I sent you that deep cut conspiracy talk where yeah. they're like. The whole thing with Ukraine is the U.S. and Russia agreeing that there needs to be a World
0: War III to kickstart the economy again. Well, look what happened! Look what happened to the economy in uh, the '30s when yeah, World War II during, started, even during, before we got involved. Yeah, because
1: like, we were selling guns to yeah. all
0: sides. Because yeah you know, well,
1: yeah, that's the uh, that's the Rothschild. We're not the heroes in
0: World War II, everybody.
1: I that's want the, you to know that we this, didn't save anybody this, except ourselves. This
0: started with literally that that whole concept of. Um, Crony warfare basically that started Mm -hmm. with the Rothschilds. I'm sure it went farther back than that, but as far as in any kind of modern sense, the Rothschilds would before they came to America, it's almost like they were doing that based on somebody. Yeah, they were doing (laughs) that with before the Rothschilds came to America, they did that in in Europe where they would kind of provoke a war. Right or at least get involved in the provocation of a war Mm -hmm. and the policies they make to start the war and all that and the and the psyop to get people involved to get people on board with the war and then they fucking not only fund through all sorts of like money laundering schemes Mm -hmm. they fund each side of the war in order to get that money back by them buying guns in which the Rothschilds and the other people involved the Illuminati quote unquote they fucking um, would own high chunks of stock or whatever ownership at the time i guess stakes in the companies that make the weapons that were now going to both sides of the war yeah the rebels and the fuck and this happened long i'm sure this happened back in like fucking roman warfare and all that so there's it's just it's a nice always, scheme somebody's if it, always if war, a scheme works someone is profiting off of war exactly so profiteering if it works it's gonna work no matter what so, Any time so they're still doing it what do you think fucking happened so, like, there was a big scandal, and a lot of people don't remember this, I'm sure. I was a kid when this happened, but I found out later, when they started the fucking Iraq War. Oh, yeah. There was, like, Halliburton and a couple other countries that were like, we're gonna, like, sell gun surpluses. We're gonna fucking, um, we're gonna go in with our contracting companies and fix buildings that the American armies destroy. And we're gonna build back better over in Iraq, basically, yeah. it was that whole concept. And they made fucking... Bank off of this. And the company who rebuilt the contracting companies who rebuilt um the World Trade Center after that got fucking bombed down with the airplanes, right? They fucking there was all sorts of scandals with that and possible mafia ties. Yeah that I saw on a YouTube video, so it's gotta be true. Oh, come uh, on. Any, any building... Come with, on, man. You to, know the algorithm it's not just would, 9-11. The algorithm on YouTube would never tell the truth. Come know, on. Yeah. But it's not just 9-11. There's paper trails. Like, any time a building in New York City gets built, the reason it's for- probably funding the mafia. Well, yeah, because... And it's happened forever. Well, that's because all the construction yeah.
1: unions have ties to the mob. There,
0: there was people who were arguing that that's why those airplanes took down the World Trade Center. That... Because how many how many com- how many many corners they cut to build those fucking buildings They were just built really shitty. Okay.
1: Uh, I got one for that, uh, that I saw recently. It was an architectural thing. Um, the Chase Building in Manhattan. Yeah. Okay, so the Chase Building in Manhattan was built in like 1970-something. Right. Um, and an architectural student uh, had had done a thesis um, on the wind shear calculations on the building. Yeah. While they were working on it. And in her thesis, she said, oh, gee, um, based on my calculations... If the winds reach this point, the building will collapse. Oh, boy. And this is going to happen once every 50 years. But, and then she did like a recalculation. It's like, if the conditions are met with temperature, it can happen as frequently as once every 16 years. And sent it to the architect Hmm. who built the building, re-ran his calculations, went, oh, shit. Whoopsies. And realized that they had to... (laughs) realized they had to start reinforcing the structure of the building while it was finished yeah so the Chase building at night they didn't tell the people working in it that they were just welding fucking extra girders to it to make sure it wouldn't collapse when a fucking hurricane hit it right and they said like Hurricane Sandy when it rolled through New York should have knocked it
0: over interesting
1: yeah but they did reinforce it. But they re- they there. reinforced it, and then they they patched the building's dampeners, which in my mind, I'm like, buildings actually have dampeners? Like, I don't know anything about architecture. Yeah. But it blew my fucking mind that there's like a fucking force well, field
0: to... around the building now. Kind of, yeah. It's like, it's so ridiculous. Well, they every skyscraper, I think every building that reaches past a certain amount of floors, don't quote me on this, I don't know the exact... Mm-hmm. Like, architectural details and codes but like if a building surpasses a certain amount of floors it also has to be uh, fitted with um, earthquake dampeners Oh yeah, on the so bottom, there's a, a, there's a specific like they're, they're basically rubber feet, so the building exactly can so like the bu- the entire building can sway, and not just from earthquakes, just from wind and the fucking earth's rotation. Yeah, they had they ha- they found out a, like a while ago that they're like we should probably uh, put rubber fittings on the base of the building. At Which is why
1: the buildings like the design of buildings changed from
0: like the nineteen
1: like like twenties, thirties, and forties. Like when you look at yeah. like the Chrysler Building and all of them, the bases are super
0: wide on them. Yep. Like, they take up a full city block, and then they taper. Yep. But they've figured it out, too, because um, because they've improved these dampeners so much. This also allowed not just protection from earthquakes, but for the building to be built taller. Yeah. Which is why we're getting taller and taller buildings now, because they've figured out there's ways you can put those in the middle of the building, too, to, uh, to, to compensate for an extra fucking, like, 2,000 feet of building and shit like that. It's so fucking weird. Do you ever wonder why we do that? Because well, we, real estate's expensive, so you you don't have to pay for the sky. So <laughs> uh, there was a there was a there was an idea, and this was from a uh, wait till they do charge for Sky.
1: Okay, so <laughs> uh, Secret of Nim. Okay, uh, where they they did the experiments on the rats and they made them super smart. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's based on a book, and there's a sequel to that book.
0: Flowers for Algernon.
1: No, <laughs> uh, I can't remember actually what it was called. It was like returned in Ni- oh, it. Okay, not re- maybe it was Return to in, but it was about. Um, like the kids that were in that oh first book. okay and there was a there was a line that one of them brought up and they said like, you know, humans always build upwards because they're primates and they're used to climbing trees. That's a good way if, to look at it. If rats evolved the way humans
0: did, it would just be massive subterranean tunnels everywhere tunnels everywhere yeah wasn't there theories that we we before evolving into primates we were like mole people apparently like Something one of our like very long ancestors between the dinosaurs and now is like well, some kind of mole person that did well, tunnel underground and built well probably just because the of caverns and shit that they found well
1: that's that's all based on you know like The winter thing, where if you're underground, it's warmer. That's true, yeah. So, tunneling and digging and all that stuff, like...
0: Because then eventually we were cave people, too, right? Because we didn't really figure out how to build shelters yet. So we're like, oh, this rock has a big fucking hole in it and the wind doesn't fuck it up. Yeah, because we went from (laughs) living outside to living in, like,
1: windbreaks... Yeah. ...to living in caves because we could find shit like
0: that. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. It's all... Human
0: history is very interesting it's because very interesting. we. And a lot of it's very recent in, in relative terms, too. Yeah, like. In, as far as we know, there could have been mass extinctions some, way someone, on a fossil
1: record. Someone yet. said something that blew my mind where it's like, you know, when the last of the dinosaurs existed, mm-hmm. there were still dinosaur fossils from when it started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they lived in a time where dinosaurs' fossils existed. <laughs> like, dinosaurs lived in a time when fossils <laughs> existed. Like, <laughs> and I'm just. There, what, have you heard that the theories of. Um, evolution like concept of time is something that we really do not understand properly no not necessarily it's like, hard to because the we, vastness have, a, of we
0: have an idea of it as a linear concept but we know that as a, it, there's a lot of theories as like as a dimension it's not linear that's just how we're perceiving it um but essentially it's a dimension just like 3d space yeah it's in a way but that's the theory it's not like they can prove that in a way there's a lot of experiments and, like, equations and, and models they've made, but that doesn't explain that it's, like, 100% true. No. It's just a theory that makes the math work for, like, space flight. Sure. Something like that, so. It is but what it, it is. But it, it, d- but it does work. It doesn't mean the it's math true. The math yeah. checks out on it. The math checks out. There's a lot of equations they're doing um, back to astronomy. Absolutely. So, for, like, calculating, um... Like trajectories of space objects, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, we have these equations and the math works. It doesn't prove that we know how reality works. We just know this one little piece of math that adds up to calculate when an asteroid gonna hit something or whatever we're gonna gonna go by at a certain distance right they're like that works but that does not prove 100 like einstein's theory of everything and all that shit they're like it's just it's just a part of it
1: cosmic math is one of those things where it's like you have so many variables and so many things are moving. like the galaxy itself is moving exactly it's kind of interesting it's like and you got to remember like the the
0: fucking universe itself could be moving around a bubble of other universes nobody knows they just don't know yet because we can only see for whatever billion years um Away from now, but it becomes such a distance that it it's a measurement of time, like light years. Say so it's very interesting. So that's like that the concept of time is is one of the most fascinating things to me, because I think about it like I tried to I've tried to conceptualize it in my brain to understand it fully. Like I'm sure a lot of other people have, where it's like if if you had a way to manipulate the dimension of time, let's say you're a a higher dimensional being and time was just one of the dimensions you operate in mm-hmm. as we move through 3d space left right up and down right we we are stuck in the dimension of time like it, it does move for us right just because yeah. of how celestial bodies rotate and move and, and things happen that, in that manner that kind of yeah because of how energy works but if you're high dimension being, and that's just like <clears throat> an intrinsic thing of how you just operate everything that's happening now would just be like you could just like visit it at any time and whatever it's it's very interesting or everything it could be that everything's just holographic mess uh, in the higher dimensions but it's normal to them and there's a different operation of of existence and we would never fucking know you know what's also
1: fun to think about is just the fact that even though we lived on we live on the same planets that dinosaurs lived on uh-huh. they lived in a completely different part of the galaxy
0: yeah just because of the way it moves here's one that'll trip you out and then tim pool brought this up it's really cool he said he used to get really high and think about this shit playing video games or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. what he, he, he fucking tripped me out with this. It's probably not true, but it's, it's a fun thing to think about. So like sure. ghosts, right? Yeah, sure. People, so many ghost stories throughout the history of humanity. I'm very skeptical about it because a lot of people just make up stories to get attention. Sure. Right? But like my fucking wife always says, only one of them has to be true for it to be fascinating. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So I Absolutely. think I still think about it sometimes. But like, because what if it's not ghosts but it's just a different dimension interacting with us because time isn't linear, right? Sure. It's not necessarily linear. It could fold back on itself and do it's... all these weird things in fifth and sixth dimensional form, right? Cuz fourth dimension is time, but it doesn't mean like the other dimensions above that don't interact with it in some way. Right. So what if like the ghosts you're seeing is another person walking in a different period of time because of how the fourth dimension's folding through the fifth sure. of all the possibility branches, right? I don't know if you've research how they think of other dimensions but That's it's like you know what i mean <laughs> you know, like what if it's just like we see like halt ho- basically holograms of other dimensions folding around themselves and stuff
1: yeah, it's just, not actually just like a soul, of, or potentially just stuff that's layered on top of us. That's, that's what of, I mean. Yeah, that's, so, it's layered out of phase. It's trippy, so we don't see it. But then you get to weird weak points where yeah.
0: So what if like a, a person in the 1930s... they turn on
1: their CERN collider and all of a sudden yeah. weird shit happens.
0: So what if like a like in the night like something happened in the nineteen thirties in a building that was already there and you're now in yeah. it in twenty twenty two. It's an old building, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like a weird like reflection or hologram of like that event actually happened. Someone was sure. walking through the building.
1: At that time,
0: and somehow they—it's just a hologram artifact of other dimensions folding around themselves. And then... It's fucking weird to think about. It is. It's it's really (laughs) weird to think about. Um, Yeah. But we think of it as... A lot of people like to think of it as like souls that are trapped on Earth. I remember... That's the kind of shit that I just... I have too many questions that nobody has an answer for. So it's like I can't believe it necessarily.
1: A friend of mine once explained to me like the way humans perceive time is that imagine you're on a roller coaster and you're completely bolted into the seat. Yep. And your head is bolted into place and there's a tube... You're just on that fucking ride. And there is a tube that you are looking through at the track... And that is how we perceive time. And then it's like other people like are not as bolted in as firmly so they can turn their head and they can look around and then others can get off the ride and walk around. Oh yeah. yeah, That could be it too. And that's what it is, is that time has no meaning for some people.
0: Exactly. Um, our, Maybe not even people. It could be us. Just Another way future. I like to conceptualize it is like if we, so like it's, it's weird. Our brains have a way of simulating the manipulation of the fourth dimension just by sure. using not only our memory, right? Because mm-hmm. we can look. We can think backwards, it's a whole, and we uh, can use data to predict forward a little bit.
1: What is that thing? Um, is it the Mandela effect? Is that that's
0: what? the whole false memory? Yeah, syndrome. like there's also there's also but that's called the Mandela effect. Yeah, there's too. there's that too, where it's just you, like the Berenstain bears thing that they Berenstain, did. You see that Berenstain. they? I did see they that. did play with that a little bit in uh, in Peacemaker. That in was Peacemaker, yeah, I saw that episode. Um, but that's just a, that was just a, a homage to the Mandela effect because that was like the one that kicked them all off. Yeah. Like people were remembering the Berenstain Bears wrong. Didn't they they didn't they pronounce it in like the cartoon differently? I think so. I don't I remember I think it that's
1: actually where it came from.
0: But there's been a lot of like spe- like um, um, research done on that. Yeah, it is they're like it's, it's just false memories. It's we just remember it wrong. Ones. Especially um. when when provoked with the question of it, our brain will now question its own memory and go, it, "Maybe it was different." So, but my point is, like, we can we can observing a phenomenon changes it. Yeah. So our brains can simulate the manipulation of the fourth dimension by think like using not only memories of an event, right? Mm -hmm. Or we can just straight up imagine it happening differently, or accidentally remember it wrong. But that's kind of how I would think it might might be to live in a higher dimension and 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 move through the fourth dimension as if we like we move through three dimensional space. So where you're like, oh, I can just go back and change that. Nobody would ever fuck. We would never know that timelines are changing in real time. We would never. It would just to us. It just seems like our reality, it's just going forward. Right. We're stuck. And at, we're just stuck also feeling do, it going forward as a linear concept.
1: But additionally, you know,
0: it's interesting the the whole multiverse theory part of it, where everything branches based on decisions. Yeah. I love that. I love the multiverse theory. Um, and I was introduced to that ironically by Back to the Future 2. You're, I think that's that how movie, I right? think that's how most people were introduced yeah. to it, and it really made you think because um. he he drew that timeline on the on the chalkboard. And he's like he's like, no, we're actually in an alternate timeline because we're still the same from our timeline, but it branched off. But our, that our original timeline still exists parallel, and uh, we can get back to that. I think the whole fucking thing blew my mind at the time. I do think one of my favorites is definitely from Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is a good one, too. Yeah, where it's
1: like going to the past and changing the past does not fix the future for you. Yeah, so your timeline. Because multiverse theory is a bitch. So
0: now you're just fucking up other timelines. A lot of recent time travel type of movies where they deal with that kind of multiverse shit actually touch on that. And they're like, well, you're actually just fucking up other time. Like uh, what was it in uh, in, uh, in, uh, Endgame? Yeah, you they can. basically make fun of that whole concept in Endgame where they're like, when he goes to get the spoiler alert, fuck you, they go to get the uh, uh, the Infinity Stones from yeah. their timeline, they now have created possibly infinite other timelines yeah, that now of, don't have that but they're going to go back to but, theirs And but, but, but even if they change theirs, they still never fix the other ones and they still exist parallel it's fucking weird no, the TVA fixes those for you the T- yeah, but then that uh, we have the TVA which
1: makes it even more but at the same time, Loki fucks that up again yeah
0: or but, but every time the TVA does something, now they're also creating another infinite branching timeline. It's so... Fu- in, another ti- in another dimension. It's, it's fucking... It's so weird. It's nuts. It's such a bizarre thing.
1: <sighs> oh, by the way, they identified that. Did you know that the TVA is actually in uh, Ant-Man and Wasp?
0: it's, uh, it's no, down there that. it's
1: in the quantum realm uh-huh. you can see it we didn't even think about that huh? Um, no somebody like apparently somebody poured, found that yeah somebody yeah. poured over the shit and found a tiny city that is so in cool. the quantum realm like when yeah. Took- Michael Douglas goes and rescues oh, Helen Hunt yeah When she, we're like way the fuck down there yeah 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 and,
0: they, and you can see it that's really cool I'm, like gonna, show, I'm gonna go look at that that's I saw cool. the I saw the pictures of it <laughs> it's so fast though you but don't you can barely see it th- this brings me to my thought experiment because we this does relate to something we brought up earlier about the um, um, like universes coexisting right sure um like so that there could be multiple universes that we just can't see because mm-hmm. we can't see that far out or we just, just no. think about this okay i've thought about this for a long time well, i'll let you get to your point in a second sure. but I'll, I'll outline this real quick think back to if the big if the big bang is the viable concept of how the universe expanded right because we know the universe is expanding as far as the math goes sure there's a big a big-ass explosion now if the if the big bang is how necessarily that is happening sure where everything was a singularity and then eventually the energy just got too much and it expanded okay which is how black they 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 think that's how black holes work eventually each black hole will re-expand after it gets to a certain critical point, its mass will eventually yeah. attract itself so to they, other black holes. So they think that, like, the, the, yes, there's going to be a quote unquote heat death of the universe, meaning the particles will eventually just spread out so far that they're not causing any friction. But the energy doesn't dissipate, energy can't be destroyed. So what it's going to do is eventually reform into, um, like, the molecules themselves will explode from the atoms splitting because there's no more energy, there's not enough energy, heat. To hold them together anymore, then they'll expand into basically mini versions of universes. So what if, like, the Big Bang, uh, uh, let's think everything we know of and can observe in our universe was a tiny point, right, of possible um, having no dimensions other than one of being a single point, right? Sure. What if there was other ones, too? Other singularities... That have expanded uh, far away, and or maybe haven't yet to... Oh, that
1: are outside yeah, of, it because they other... happen
0: so far away? Yeah, basically, what if there's other singularities, Oh, uh, that's, that's a rough it's one. It's fun to think about. But it doesn't matter. At the same time, here comes the nihilism. doesn't even matter, because it's so astronomically far away in dimensional That cannot That we really just... There's reached. no point even conceiving it in our brain. Yeah, the, uh... <laughs> Great. Uh, my wife told me actually they
1: found a, a fifth state of matter in the Earth's core oh that's wonderful yeah. which is like a super solid
0: yeah they I, I remember hearing about them experimenting with that on the space station because yeah. they're like the, the conditions in space are the only way they can uh, they can um, yeah. at least model that in a smaller form and it was some it's basically based on like both heat
1: pressure you basically condense things that are hot yeah down so far that they still can't move. Based on gravitational pressure, that makes sense. Yeah, Which kind is, of how the sun would and work. And I'm wondering, Nuclear like, fusion. if the opposite of that is what black holes are—is that it's the same thing, but it's cold?
0: A, well, I, I couldn't it's imagine so, a black so hole much, being cold. Well,
1: there's no okay.
0: So, but since the, the energy not, can't escape, we can't yeah, yeah, measure the heat.
1: That's the thing—is that it doesn't it's mean it's so, necessarily cold. It's so dense that nothing escapes. Yeah, from not it. even the heat signature. Yeah, there's no heat signature from it, and maybe that's because it doesn't emit heat. Period. It's it just because it can't because it's not moving. It's holding on to all that energy so closely that it cannot get away. Yeah, but, and it's the fact that like black holes, like fucking atoms me, by atoms the way. are constantly like electrons are constantly circulating and constantly moving, and so basically it would be the fact that there is no. Atomic energy being generated because the electrons are literally pulled into yes, like the center into the singularity into a singularity. So it, energy just doesn't work that way. And we are by no means theoretical physicists. Yeah, we're just two dudes but talking I, into the I void. Don't, I
0: don't like the th- uh, the 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 um, it's a fun thought. I don't like though. the theories of how black holes could be like a kind of like a wormhole where it transports S- you. Because to me, Is it- at least the way they've explained how black holes work, it's a solid object. But it's so dense that the gravity is so much that the light can't escape. But it doesn't mean it's not a solid object. It's a solid object. It's just very, 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 very dense. Light can't escape. Heat can't escape. Nothing can escape. All we can see is light before it gets pulled into that event horizon. So the question is...
1: is Is it a hole or is it a sphere? Is it two-dimensional? I think We're it's
0: called a black hole just because it looks like a hole. But, what, but what, I feel like it's. But a what would sphere. a three-dimensional hole look like? Well, it's not really a hole. That's the thing. It's yeah, just it just looks like a hole because light can't escape. It's just a void. A void. It looks like a void. But it's I think it's like an, an actual void. object. <clears throat> Interesting. To me, in my in my perception of it, and I could I be think, wrong. I think a think lot it, of scientists even admit that they could be wrong. Do about you think
1: it. we are limited by the fact that we
0: have eyes that maybe? That's, that's probably the problem. problem. But we've measured them. The results of them sorry Go dry. take a minute i need to get my drink <clears throat>
1: yeah Figured We you can measure
0: drink. the effects of black holes but that only has ever opened up more questions and that's why they try to take a picture of one yeah that's right got your, that crack picture your bubbly but black holes are one of the most fascinating things to me and when i think about them they terrify me there's an actual phobia of this can't remember oh, sure called. but um, uh of the giant astronomical events Astron- there's a phobia of that. Astrologically. Yeah. Astrological and um, the game, the game. Uh, not no, I think No Man's Sky t- can can simulate this a little bit, but there's a game called Elite Dangerous. Oh yeah. Where um, they've replicated the galaxy progressively, one to one scale. Yeah. They ju- the way that you travel between them is the only thing that um doesn't make any sense, but like you do like a warp speed kind of thing. Yeah. But if you were to actually um set your coordinates on this game to the other side of the galaxy and you fly in real time. Um, you can put it at like, like, uh, whatever speed you put it at the maximum speed of your ship before like uh, any sublight travel. It will take literally like months or years in real time to get there because of how they've simulated the galaxy in, re- cool. in real space. Oh, in in a code, it's really cool. But that game will trigger that phobia in most people who have it where it's like you're the, the vastness of space yeah. and how, so like how you're,
1: insignificant you truly are so
0: how the travel works is you set a coordinate on your navigational computer sure. to, to a star so if you want to get to a space station or a planet that they've mapped in the game mm-hmm. you have to first travel to its home star sure well when you come out of the warp speed immediately that fucking star is in your face yet it's still oh. like a thousands of fucking light years away from you basically (laughs) or not light years but thousands of kilometers away from you but it's terrifying every time it happens um because it's like bam there's a giant neutron star all of a sudden oh shit yeah No Man's Sky doesn't do that you can't actually fly into stars
1: in in No Man's Sky or Mm -hmm. at least you
0: couldn't when it released as far as I know you still can't yeah um you can fly infinitely towards it but you can't yeah exactly but the planet there's all sorts of planets in that game That's, that's a fun game by the way if you like space yeah um but uh, Elite Dangerous is a lot more realistic as far as as, as far as sci-fi goes. So and That one scares
1: the shit out of me half the time. So talking about simulation games, um, one I wanted to bring up that I thought was kind of hilarious. Uh, I think it's like space organ harvesting or something like that simulator. Huh, what is that? Okay, so this dude created mm. basically an economic simulator that, <laughs> that is, revolves around basically harvesting organs. Okay. Um, And you're like a space warlord and you harvest organs and you sell them. And he did a fantastic job with the economic modeling in it. It is Check it out. It is dead on, like, realistic to capitalism. Oh. Um, Because you can interact with other players and you can manipulate markets that way. And he he went on TikTok (laughs) and he says, hey, guys, um, uh, I just wanted to talk to you about how I'm slowly losing my mind. Uh, because apparently I've created an accurate capitalism simulator mm. and accidentally <laughs> I, and no. And he says, uh, because we modeled it after actual like economies and stock markets and everything. Oh. And, uh, the game is broken. Yeah. I can't fix it without not it being without, economic. without it breaking the systems in the game. Yeah. And then he's like, "Yeah, because they're that... modeling it for then the he's real like, laws of economics." And what that means is that capitalism is broken. Free.
0: Is capitalism now a machine we've turned on that can never be turned off? That is kind think? of true... well. Now here's the it, better question: It could
1: be destroyed via electronic means because if you destroy the data that it is built.
0: Well, I mean, on, technically, you can dis- you can dismantle capitalism. Absolutely. You can you can dismantle the system, by... but will it do? Will it will it cause such catastrophic problems with how society is built? That the repercussions of which we'll never recover from. I don't know. Here's a better question though: Are humans a machine that was put here to mine gold and are, it's just left on, forgotten about, possibly already used, or possibly hasn't been used, hasn't been like uh, basically haven't been em- emptied or um, maintenance yet? By whatever alien forces are bigger than us. That's Battlefield Earth. Obviously... is it? <laughs> you, then, you, you have like the... This is, this is a very old conspiracy theory of the monoatomic oh. gold by the... By the uh, so. I can't remember what the, what the aliens are, but from Planet Nibiru that comes around every so often. Planet X. Yeah. And it just gets close every so often, and that's when they jump over to Earth uh, and collect. Yeah, so i can't remember because obviously a we've I look that up right all here. we do is dig shiny things out of the ground and make better things with them well, right it's, it's, it's relative, all we've
1: done ever it's relatively rare well that's because like that's how technology
0: has always advanced
1: mm-hmm. on the planet
0: uh but now, i'm not saying i believe any of this i'm just talking about the theory uh, i'm trying that's to remember fun. who wrote battlefield earth um, that's a, wasn't that l ron hubbard um, or no it was somebody else because it was based on scientology but somebody else did write the book i'm pretty sure Earth. I remember trying to watch that movie, and I just threw oh, up. How man, bored- that, I got so bored, I literally threw it's up. It's a, it's a very, it's a terrible movie. I was never been so bored in my life trying um, to understand what the fuck that movie was about. It was. I can't imagine the book. Being space like that. capitalism is what it's about, essentially. Yeah. It's well, that's the whole concept, as far as I understand it, of, of Scientology is a, It's basically an economic concept of galactic. Uh, so the movie, the movie popped up first. <laughs> There's uh, like Lord Zenu. Do you wanna? He wants to collect his space semen. So, uh... Or something. I'm probably butchering that, and I'm sorry.
1: Uh, Battlefield Earth, you want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score on this baby.
0: Is it a negative score? Because I gave it a negative score. I want
1: my fucking time back. It, uh... Alright, so I got three scores on it. IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic. What are the scores? Okay, so IMDb, uh, 2.5 out of 10.
0: How did it even get 2.5? Because it exists? Because
1: it's the most generous one. Yeah, no shit. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, trace percent, 3. Wow! It is 3% on
0: Rotten Tomatoes. Metacritic, 9. Metacritic's working for the Scientologists. Mm -hmm. What are their metrics? Because goddamn, do they just like boring movies over there at Metacritic? Because fuck. Um, There wasn't even anything like... I guess, at the time, the CGI was pretty cool, I think. It was I don't remember that's uh, the
1: problem. no, it was it was by L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, the book, no, the was, book
0: was actually by L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, the the no- is a
1: novel by L. Ron Hubbard. It was written in nineteen eighty two. Very interesting
0: because I know that he did the whole dial- dialectic dianetics thing. Dianetics, yeah. long before that, and that's what started. Well, he wrote a he wrote a he actually wrote a bunch of
1: pulp novels too.
0: Like, yeah, he was a science fiction writer. Yeah, and a, he just write he wrote fiction. And then he wrote Dianetics because for some reason he had this crazy fucking idea about how he knew more about psycho- human psychology than like every other scientist yeah. in the world. So so the, he's like, my my philosophies are the, the true philosophies. About yeah, basically aliens, aliens invade
1: Earth or. and they just want the gold. And so for some Oh, point, yeah. And th- that's it. It could be. but I there's... doubt aliens
0: would ever have a use for gold because they could just go get any asteroid that contains gold. Well, that's the thing is that Earth it isn't was, the best lie. So it
1: was basically easier to like smash earth because like
0: it was something <laughs> like like all of our isn't that dead space like they they did planet cracking to get Oh, the- yeah. oh yeah dead and space dead- like
1: Popcorns. They, they would. They and just would just yeah. harvest planets. Period. And they
0: just harvested the wrong one, and that's how the Necromorphs happened.
1: Yeah. Well, they found beacons. It's a the...
0: really cool game. It's a very
1: cool game. It's series. A cool story. I heard they're actually reviving it. They're going to make another one. The,
0: I, I think the overarching concept of the story of the game is better than the particular story of the game with following the, co- I, the protagonist. I really enjoyed the first. Really yeah, Isaac the... Clark is cool and all, and his stories, whatever. I really enjoyed. The it's first just a game. typical human story, but the overarching story of the of the world of the game. Is really fucking cool. Yeah, of like the 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 cult that it, literally the cult was based on Scientology. Yeah, it's it's very bizarre, uh, but it, it was just a really. I, I encourage everybody to check out that game. It's yeah. really fucking cool. Then, and there's uh, a couple of animes that were made that were really cool. That's true about it. Yeah, I it just was, love that huge was, concept. It, like the that.
1: concept of it was that it was supposed to be this huge multimedia thing. Um, yeah, because EA was like somebody like EA liked, in the late like in the late two thousands. Like in the late aughts, was trying this thing where they wanted to have like comic book, manga,
0: yeah, anime, albums, it worked in TV some cases, shows, yeah. games, all tied in. It worked in some cases. Um, they did a couple games where it was like an straight up ARG. Yeah, they they to wanted to just market it.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> wanted they wanted everything to just be this interconnected
0: like every aspect of your life revolves around this property. Kojima's the only one that's ever really pulled that and off. And Kojima
1: was the only one that ever He has
0: a literal he has a cult following from just the Metal Gear games that have bar none to any other following of a video. Yeah, game. I've watched a lot it's insane. of insane. Have you like have you ever seen like any of his like early like point and click adventure work? I have
1: not. I've probably um, seen a couple so team four star actually did a playthrough did, play did a playthrough of like all of his games oh. and i watched like uh like a bunch of like his cyberpunk stuff from like the 80s interesting that was very interesting and they of course added a lot of humor to it just because like what the fuck is this guy talking about it's like why is he dressed like santa claus he, and giving us a gun like it it's... he does
0: a lot of weird shit and in his, uh, his defense it's because japan yeah. It's the only thing I can ever explain. Because it. Japan. Like, you all have seen anime, right? There's now smoke crack and write an anime, and you've got a Kojima production. Yeah, I remember seeing
1: something where it's like, Japan, you gotta tone
0: it down. Japan's like, we don't fucking care. Mm. It's like, no.
1: the women will either be flat as a board, or be just yeah. huge tittied, and they're all 12 years old.
0: Basically. And it's like, even if they're 90, they're 12. We don't even it's care. They don't care. We don't care. Their culture, man, is something else. It's like they've existed in a vacuum, and that's like the pinnacle of yeah. what humans can create is japan that's kind of true like they're they're, they do their own well their whole culture revolved around surviving in a vacuum they're like we don't want to depend on the rest of the world we want to use what do we have on this island yeah at least for a long time they did yeah nowadays there's globalism so it is what it is but yeah. uh, but, but what's well, so the result export- of so now they're just exporting culture yeah the, the result of at least a particular set of humans existing in a vacuum on an island is japan and it's wonderful it is in many ways it's scary in others uh because they literally almost took over the fucking world Yeah. If we didn't stop them with a couple things I like to call nuclear bombs. Tiny island names. And I'm sorry to bring that up. It's painful, I know. But literally, Japan would have taken over the fucking world and become the empire if we would not have stopped them. It's a real shame that- There was no force that could have stopped them if it weren't for the Manhattan Project. And even that almost didn't work.
1: They almost didn't give a fuck. So, I learned something new that was kind of fucked up that uh, I don't think is actually taught um, you ever heard of Operation Sky Shield the fuck is that okay let hear about this so think here's, a, a so here's uh, I like the name we're, we're, ro- we're rolling up on one hour so I wanted yeah. to really we we'll finish off this with one, something okay crazy. so this one fucked me up so what it was was a British guy was talking about like he's like it finally happened an American told me well I should be doing a British accent but uh, <laughs> it's like an American finally <laughs> told me like we saved your ass in World War Two. I was like well let me tell you something about World War Two, fucker He's oh, like the Battle of Britain was fought by Britons, and yes, we won that. That's true. So fuck you. That's true. It's we like, didn't even help we, with that. Now it's like we we do. Ex- it's like you helped liberate France. Yeah. More than anything, so the French owe you some shit.
0: No, they, we, we, that s- was paying them back because they helped us liberate America. So. That is very true. It was a quid so pro quo. There was
1: a there was a fun <laughs>
0: there was a fun and the the British
1: is, are are literally like. And we still don't know how we feel about that.
0: No, I'm sure they don't.
1: Um, Because, like, the British and the French have always had, like, a... They fucking hate each other, because they're, like, yeah. miles away from each other over that's water. What,
0: in fact, that's exactly why France still exists, what drives their entire culture. Yeah. It's they're just, just the, like, fuck Britain. Fuck Britain. We're going to exist with our baguettes and so our rifle tower, goddammit. After the World War II,
1: uh, we had... We basically... Because Britain was our ally, we wanted... We were worried about our vulnerabilities to nuclear attacks. hmm um, and so... Makes sense. So Operation Sky Shield was a training exercise. Oh. And this training exercise was to see how ready we were if someone tried to nuclear bomb us. Okay. Uh, that sounds f- fun. So that, we
0: failed horribly. That was probably scary to we, get we,
1: the f- results of that. Yeah. We, we fucked up hard. Yeah. Like Britain slipped in. Nobody knew. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so we did it again. They slipped in. Nobody knew. Interesting. We fucked up twice. We fucked up after. I'm gonna look. This we up. already we we evaluated everything that they did in the first time, adjusted, and still lost. Weird to Britain. To Britain. So a reminder them by to themselves.
0: Just Britain. Weird. Could have taken us. Why? Was in there, a nuclear did they have war. An, did they have an intrinsic reason as to why?
1: No. It was, a, it was a training exercise to see what our readiness was. Okay. And then after that, ducking cover drills became a thing.
0: Oh, yeah. The whole Cold War. Yes. Propaganda shit. Because
1: we realized that we could not stop yeah. bombs from falling in the U.S. if they wanted to do it. But at the same time, Russia realized they couldn't do the same thing.
0: Yeah. As mighty as Russia actually is, um, yeah. they have some very huge vulnerabilities that they even know about. So, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, But they have Siberia. It's okay. They have the power of not invading, so we have to go there where it fucking sucks to exist. Yeah. That's their superpower. Okay. Yeah. Half of our fucking militant force will die by weather conditions. At least back in the Cold War, that was the idea: was that if we invaded Russia, because they would never invade here. If if missiles didn't fly and destroy the earth, do is they would invade invade Alaska. (laughs) Essentially, yeah But what, but the the idea was like They have the Siberia They would move all forces And everything important Up to where it fucking sucks to exist uh-huh. And most armies would fail On weather alone And that's the thing so. is that... Did you hear about that? that In World War II, Um, There was like I think it was Russia and Germany Were fighting each other, right? Sure Well, there was like a story Of like a couple platoons Were fighting each other And then there was like A fucking bear attack or something Where they had to work together To survive it That weird shit. You know what's weird is
1: that sounds exactly how you picture Russia. I'm remembering it's probably wrong. Just two platoons fighting in the middle of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, a pack of bears appears. Yeah,
0: like bears don't travel in packs. I'm sure I'm remembering the details wrong on this, but it's a real story. Of
1: a bear, like they stepped on top of like a bear
0: den in the middle oh, of yeah, the air and woke, woke up them up, up bear. and they're fucking pissed they had, to work, they had to drop their fucking feud and work together to survive oh man <laughs> but then the war still happened after that it absolutely like, it was just a mini it was a mini truce but then it's like how come that couldn't just explode into like an actual ceasefire honestly
1: russia is probably the only reason why we beat the germans <laughs> probably yeah let's be real there was a there's a tom, lot of variables tom would know tom fucking would know this because it was a tank battle oh yeah um, it was in i'm not gonna I want to say Vladivostok, but I know it's not that. I'm mm. pretty sure. But basically, it was this one point where the Germans dumped everything at them and couldn't they they were so close to cracking them. They needed like another week. Yeah. And then Hitler just pulled them out because that was around when like D-Day happened. And it had weakened them so much and spread them so thin that it just imploded, and that was the end of the war. Yeah. And if they had taken that city, they the Germans actually could have probably like taken Russia at that point. Probably. But there was a lot of dumb fuckery that happened with it. It was it was one of the greatest tank battles in history. I just wish I could fucking remember what it was
0: uh, you, you guys can go on that fucking history channel uh, and find out.
1: It'll be fine. Well,
0: it's that, uh, what's that band uh,
1: that sings Panzer Elite. Uh, I don't remember. They're a metal band. Yep. I cannot remember I just remember can't remember either. Um... They sing a lot I think they're German And they sing a lot of songs About uh, The tank battles Of World War One.
0: And Sounds to, exactly like A German metal band Yeah I, I would yeah. probably love it uh, We'll probably end the podcast On one quick story Absolutely what do Since you got? we were talking About nukes Sure The US did this Cool experiment Where they fucking Shoved a nuke Really far underground And I'm like What happens if we explode it Well they're like Well we dug a hole We gotta put a cap on it For this to work at all So they fucking welded a goddamn cap on this, like tons of concrete, and then they fucking welded a cap on it, right? Sure. And uh, that cap is now flying out into space forever because the force of the blast was so hard (laughs) that it... Uh, you know, it blew the cap off of that, right? And the force was so much <laughs> it that it defied his, the forces of gravity. It, it achieved escape velocity. <laughs> it and is radioactive now, now too. It will now fly through space forever. And I just picture, whenever I hear this story, I just picture it eventually like landing on an alien planet or hitting a ship. And that's or like, something. and that's like the cause of an entire like extinction war. event or just just a fucking war. It's like you launched like, this radioactive metal chunk at us. It's like, we didn't do that on purpose? (laughs) It wasn't aimed? What what I really love, though, (laughs) slightly related to that story, Uh. and and my vision of it, Uh, there's this movie called, um, the fuck was it called? It was about an alien who, or it was about, we're the aliens on another planet. Sure. Have you ever seen that movie? It was a kid's movie. Area Eleven or something like that. Oh, Planet Fifty One. Planet Fifty One. Thank you. Yeah, with, with the rock. I love, I love the concept of that movie where oh, where yeah, it, our one of our astronauts lands on a planet and now he's the alien. As if it's exactly how we would do like a fifties alien invasion movie, but on another planet where we're the alien. It was fucking beautiful. I love the the rover on that
1: one where it would yeah. all it wanted to do was pick up rocks, <laughs> and it would never take pictures of any of the aliens. It was only taking pictures of the of rocks. Up of
0: rocks because it wasn't programmed so to they, aliens. So So
1: because when they got there they didn't realize the planet was populated because the fucking <laughs> rover was only taking pictures of rocks and avoiding <laughs> everything
0: else um it was so ridiculous. i just want to point out that mars fucking sucks and uh sure Going there is fucking stupid. Exciting technologically, yes. I think it I think it could be made into a viable planet. I don't care. By terraforming it. It's still going to be colder than Earth and it's still going to be smaller than Earth and it's going to just suck for so, a very fucking long time. So, uh, I, as much as I praise Elon and the cool technological advancements that he's pushing, Mars fucking sucks and it's always going to fucking suck. And on that note, <laughs> I think we'll just leave it there. We'll call it there. Mars fucking sucks. I'm right. a, um I'm a earthian all the way. Right, Earth first. We'll all the other planets Fuck later. Fuck Mars. Um. Now, if they do find life on Mars, that life's also going to fucking suck and be boring as shit. Let's be real. If they find life on Europa, it's going to be boring as shit. It's just bacteria and stuff. And you know they're going to bring it back to Earth, and then we're going to have a post-apocalyptic movie about it. Woo! Because we probably shouldn't have done that there was probably like, and then we all became symbiotes,
1: symbiotes and that yeah, was how it I mean, happened
0: that's literally the movie Venom right yeah right? and we just spend our time eating chips we're gonna bring like three molecules on accident back from fucking Europa and, gonna and it's gonna with, sp- uh... it's gonna have the movie Evolution
1: yeah we're gonna end up with like Evolution or we're gonna end up with Venom, Species
0: Species Ugh. oh Species was fucked Yeah. so on that note Space fucking sucks uh, we, we got... shouldn't bring rocks back from it yeah it's but like... I fucking love Space so yeah there you go. Well, the pictures of space are fine. Uh, souvenirs, not so much. Yeah, probably don't bring back chunks of planets. Like it could be, it could go horribly wrong, according to science. But we got to mine them asteroids. Think don't of how do rich we're that. Gonna be. Think of how rich we're going to be. How radioactive will the iron be, though? You know what I mean? That's okay. We can we can decon it. It'll be fine. <laughs> There's no way. Well, I guess. <laughs> That's true. Dude. We can deradiate it, right? But you know what's Riot? funny? Okay, so
1: one of. <laughs> One of the Bond movies, Goldfinger, right? Love it. Okay, so Goldfinger, do you do you remember what the villain's idea was in that entire movie? What not his, necessarily, what his gold, that you,
0: one I haven't seen in a while.
1: Okay, so Goldfinger, his whole plan was to break into Fort Knox and detonate a nuke. Oh. And radiate All the Gold. All the gold, so we couldn't use it. It would just melt the gold. Well, I think it was just like a radiation bomb. Oh, like, gotcha. It, a it dirty bomb. Just, it was just yeah. a dirty bomb that would irradiate the
0: irradiate all the gold. That's fucking shitty. So it couldn't be traded. Is that why we got off the gold standard? Because they're like, oh, well, that's a. I'm not. We didn't think of that. We're not gonna. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna get
1: into fucking the OPEC cartel. No, and all that joking. shit no, This joking. week. That's another week. That's another week. That's a fun one. Though. Maybe it'll be a think tank. I don't know. We could probably do ten minutes. Do that.
0: we could do a think tank OPEC real quick about OPEC on, on OPEC and OPEC. how all that shit. Do was why did I call it OPEC? I'm thinking of the fucking talking wall from Legend of the Hidden Temple. Now there you go fucking love that show uh so remember join the discord join the discord twitter.com slash go the show the show.com buy us a coffee uh, buy me a coffee.com slash go the show slash fuck you uh check us out on uh three speak yeah we're uh, eventually gonna have some Content? kind of a following on there so check three speak what tv dot tv three speak tv cool, cool yeah yeah um i i love how all these websites want to like twitch.tv but twitch is the only one actually trying to be like tv they're true. like, you have to live stream 18,000 hours a day because it has to be TV. And we're going to put 8,000 commercials in the middle of it. There's all, yeah, I don't know. Like, we'll, we'll talk about Twitch another We could actually, that could be. That, we could also thing, talk right? about Twitch. There's a lot of stuff we could talk about this week. That's so. the cool thing about podcasts. Everybody's like, there, there will never be an end to what we can talk about if you have a free form podcast like ours. So it's true. There's so much things which is why we could actually have like several dedicated podcasts
1: yeah absolutely we could we and could. we will get there but eventually. that is not today
0: yeah i do plan on syndicating a few different channels of different topics like uh i'm gonna get my own show i want to have a crypto zoology starring mm-hmm. tom i'm gonna do my own bubbly cooler bubbly your own bubbly i do want to start the pop culture podcast with you that's gonna be a thing in the future soon yeah. sooner or later sooner probably sooner than later um it's just a matter of like uh our kids need to grow the fuck up and have their own life, so we have more time to dedicate to that. So, the nice thing is I that guess. I don't have jury duty for the next two years. So. No, you don't have jury duty, and that's um, amazing. Happiest figure. story you'll hear in 2022. That's right. Guaranteed. Um, Randy doesn't have jury duty. I'm trying to think if I have a it dad got joke. Canceled. Yeah, give us a dad
1: joke. Do you have one? Uh, so, why do non binary prospectors like California? Why? Because there's gold in them, their hills. Ha! On, I think on that, that s- note! On that <laughs> terrible,
0: terrible note, <laughs> goodbye. Ah! <laughs> uh, fuckery! Fuckery! Fuckaroo! I-, I think it's going good.